0: Following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP radio.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome
1: to your home for video game talk. I am one half of your host's Sega, and as always, I am joined by my couch co-op partner. Jids. We are here um, with all sorts of news to talk about, big releases, things like that. I'll hop right into the video game releases real quick, um, and just wanna announce, uh, say um, we've got a couple cool things coming out this month. Uh, but next month, I think, is really where it picks up, and I'm really excited for the releases. We're going to start getting our spring releases next month. Um, but real quick, Destiny 2 Season of the Worthy. game game's still holding on, still breathing life. Yep. Um, we've got the new Elder Scrolls DLC, um, Ori and the Will of the Whips, Wisps, which is on PC and Xbox. Those first two games are March 10th. This is March 11th. Uh, that is on Game Pass. Hidden Through Time, Overpass, on the Switch is March 12th. Artificial Extinction on the PC is the 13th. Um, MLB The Show 20, because people play baseball games (laughs) March 13th. One of my favorite animes, My Hero One Justice number two already, I feel like one just came out, uh, is on all consoles across the board except for the Stadia on March 13th. Um, So at the time of this recording, the day after. <laughs> oh, so it's the Friday, the day yeah. this is releasing. Woo! Um, Nio 2 for the PS4. Uh, Xbox Games with Gold releases Shantae Half Genie Hero from March 16th to the 15th. Sonic Generations will be March 16th to the 15th. That's cool, they're including that now. Uh, Division 2 goes live on the Stadia. We've got uh, Green and Orc's Life on the PC on March 17th. Total War, Three Kingdoms, uh, a a world-betrayed DLC. So a new DLC for Total War on PC, which is actually a huge game. That comes out on the 19th. Um, Animal Crossing launches on the Switch. That'll be a game i probably pick up. That's March 20th. And then another game I'll probably pick up, but on the flip side, is Doom Eternal launches on the same day. Um, for across all the across the board except every system but the switch but doom 64 releases on every system but the stadia on march 20 as well um we do get a new half-life game on pc vr yep bleeding edge which is a game i'm really excited for i'll actually be streaming bleeding edge it is a 4v4 battle not battle royal game kind of like overwatch i guess meets smite but it's not so much a moba Um, I'm excited it will be a game I'm streaming it's like a 4v4 Melee Um, there's a game that was out a while ago that I'm going to forget what it's called it was something rain uh, and it's very similar to that it was a it was a a Japanese game and it was a ton of fun Um, but that's what it's it's similar to we've got Ghost Recon the the break Ghost Recon Breakpoint DLC Deep State uh, releases on the 24th and its expansion releases as well um, PC PS4 and Xbox and on the 24th, the new Borderlands 3 DLC, um, The Marriage of Wainwright and Hammerlock, Guns, Love, and Tentacles. It's like a weird, like, uh, Lovecraftian twist to Borderlands 3, which I'm excited. Um, and then a bunch of re-releases for a couple other games. I could keep going on this list, and um, I'm going to try to highlight the big ones. But that's everything. Code Vein is releasing its third DLC for PS, PC, PS4, and Xbox on um And March actually says to be determined. So who knows if that's actually coming out. Uh, And then Persona 5 Royal actually comes out on March 31st. So that's exciting. Answering messages. So those are our big releases. Um, And then esports, there's not a lot going on. And honestly, I could review the esports calendar. The spring split is supposed to start on the 14th for the LCS. Um, But I don't know. It's kind of up in the air. Yeah, everything's kind of up in the air with everything right now. And that's where we get into our quick touch on the topic. Um, E3 has been canceled due yep. to coronavirus scares. And we want to talk about this, not to expand on anything, but talk about how it affects the gaming world. And as podcasters, we, we kind of were talking about it in our group chat today, Um if this is something ever becomes something historical, even in the sense of whether it becomes something serious or it becomes something like, hey, remember when we did that silly thing and freaked out? Uh, us as podcasters get to kind of talk about – get to be part of that history yep. um, when we look back and get to talk about like, oh, hey, I covered this. Here's this. I This is what happened during that time. Um, so we do want to briefly touch on it. It's not going to take over our show. No. Um, we have some more important things we want to talk about. But E3 – is going totally digital. Which I actually called. I said, when this all starts happening, if E3 gets canceled, it's going to pull Nintendo and do its own yep. like mini video package to announce everything. But, here's my question. Does that impact the release of, of games? There's actually...
0: So, a couple other podcasts I listen to that are um, ho- hosted by people that are part of the gaming industry and stuff like that and have... Affiliations with higher-ups in some of these companies have actually been asked this question in their podcast, too. With the outbreak starting in China before, and that's for manufacturing for basically everything the world has done, um, could this affect the, the, the next-gen consoles, the releases for them coming out because plants have been shut down and blah, 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 all that stuff. And there's been nothing that has come out so far to the best of my knowledge about anything that's actually going to affect any of that stuff um, for many from mag- manufacturing yeah, and physical Yeah, I was thinking about
1: that a little bit too.
0: I it, honestly it probably will have some small effect in some way shape or form, but these consoles they've been they've been in developers hands
1: for the past year and a yeah. half. And I feel so, like the release is far enough out yeah that, like I feel like anything that happens right now is I think a three month span is healthy to think yeah, of. and it could yeah. be longer it could it, it could be longer. but it right could now be shorter, I not, think of sure, no. the funk the the effects of this probably taking place from now to June. That's where my mind kind of settles on this. Yeah, um, and then there'll be lasting effects from that, like delays on certain things, like oh, games yeah. and movies, and like Fast and the Furious was pushed back till twenty twenty one. There'll be those kind of effects, but I don't think like any serious like um, effects will go beyond that. But does a company like Xbox benefit from a um, a delivery style similar to? Nintendo, because I think Nintendo just has these awesome titles with all these exclusives. It's so easy to do a three-hour video and or a, sorry, a thirty-minute video and cover everything, and then do their treehouses, where Xbox's convention is usually what two hours? Yeah. And, and so, they've
0: gone crazy. I mean, remember when they had the, they were premiering the Connect? they did the whole Cirque du Soleil, like, yeah. insane. It was like a three-and-a-half-hour show, and the entire weekend was just completely insane.
1: So do they release these big, long videos, or instead are we going to get peppered with content over the next few weeks? That's something I've been thinking about.
0: I'm thinking a combination.
1: Yeah, Honestly, okay. that
0: makes the most sense. You're going to get – because, I mean, it's the same thing with, with before all of this stuff happened, and it was just like the one town or city, whatever, in China. You had PlayStation that pulled out yeah. of and stuff like that. I, I do think that's it's the wave of the future because it's easier. You you have your mass audience that's there and you're able to get a hold of and stuff like that. But you're still gonna have you're still gonna have the Hey, let's have an event and have people come here yeah. and stuff and
1: well, actually play with, with the stuff that's
0: gonna yeah. be coming out in the next couple of months.
1: I've always experienced E three digitally, but it's been a dream to go experience yeah. physically and, and hold mm-hmm. on to a controller and try the game out before anyone else gets the chance to. That's oh, yeah. kind of the beauty of um that's why people still flock to betas. Like oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So I think that's huge and I, I don't think it'll I don't think E 3s dead. No, I'm gonna say that now, uh, and we we're not gonna go super in depth on E3 because we want to talk about it more. I don't think E3 is dead. I do, do think this changes the face of how developers are gonna release content. Yep. I think we're gonna get a lot more free content early, like DL, DLC and beta drops and stuff. Yeah. Uh, because they won't be able to give it to, you know, people sitting there. Like oh, yeah. everyone here gets it. Well, now it'll be everyone, and maybe it'll be Twitch. They'll do something interactive on Twitch could be a possibility from the
0: studio. That was big with PAX. Yeah. Bethesda did did that
1: big time on PAX. So we could get something like that. Uh, It may not be right when E3 is because now they're going to have to reset and refocus. But these teams are huge. They may be able to pump something out in that time. It would surprise me if there was something. Um, But I also think this... We may now get a similar thing from PlayStation, not involved with E3, because everyone else is doing it at this point. Okay, maybe this is a good platform um, to release it around the the hype around everyone else. We can still wait a little bit, Mm -hmm. but then release this pre-recorded package shortly after, rather than having to wait as long, um, because I don't think they're going to wait for a con, because who knows at this point. I could
0: see it actually making the market become more competitive, because it's like, hey, it's been proven that you guys could do digital and still have the same kind of results and everything mm-hmm. like that, but you still want to go out to have your fans. So some of these, some of the cities that, some of the smaller cities, smaller big cities in states, like, yeah, I mean, you, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has its own stuff and everything like that, and obviously you have Boston and stuff like that. But you get other cities in the states that are like second and third tier size yeah. wise that have their own little mini cons that for, draw people from the surrounding states. They might get a little bit more love. Which honestly would be, I think in the yeah. long run would be better because you're getting out to, you're going to be able to pull in more people from the smaller towns and stuff Which, like that. Which, as long
1: as they stay open. Like, unfortunately um, for yes, us, we have to open. announce UB got canceled. Yep. So we will not be there for now. Uh, we're hoping they reschedule or they get something, but with SUNY schools being closed, UB is a, a Western yeah. New York school. Um, they won't be functioning at this time. It was unfortunate news on both ends. But we're hoping we'll still have a relationship with them when, it, oh, yeah. when and if. Um, I'm kind of hoping they do like a late, before, post summer or a pre summer release or mm-hmm. something, or not release, but event. But who knows? Um, but that relationship isn't dead either. I think next year, oh, yeah. who knows, we'll even be bigger and better uh, and be, be able to be there. But yeah, like it, it does affect cons, it yep. does affect this. But I think con culture is such a popular thing. I don't think Comic Con could ever even go digital. Oh no, no, there's no way. But Comic Con keeps more stuff secret than E3. But like, that's part of the hype. Is like last year, the the thing that broke the internet was holy crap, Keanu Reeves just walked on stage. Oh yeah, and John Barenthal showed up with his dog. Mm-hmm. Like those live moments you can't recreate. Oh yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it'll be cool. I think maybe we'll start the revolution of, like, mini econs as well. Mm-hmm. We're like, hey, during this time, we're going to show off these indie titles and talk yeah. kind of like Nintendo's done with the treehouses in the past. Yep. I think we might get more of that from other developers. Um, and this may be a chance to launch some indie developers as well. I
0: have a feeling that indie developers are actually going to get a much bigger spotlight with everything going on. It's like... You've got all these great games coming out and stuff like that, and there's going to be such gaps. And yeah. all the news is, is coronavirus this yep. and this and that, and everything's terrible, and everything's canceled. And there's no toilet paper anywhere, which is kind of bad, because I forgot to stock up. On you don't it. know
1: about the three shells, man? <sighs> That's yeah. a
0: demolition man
1: joke for you uncultured
0: people. <laughs> um but I, I think that you're gonna get more because I I know I've been seeing more stuff in my like, like my Facebook feeds. Obviously, I got like more of the it's more gamer focused yeah. and stuff like that. But actually, one of the things I saw which I didn't realize was gonna happen because every video game now has to have their own board game and and be based yeah. off of loosely based off of D and D and and have the rules similar to that and stuff like that. I just saw that there's a Wolfenstein.
1: Yes. And it's cool. The minis I, are awesome. awesome.
0: Well, because I just I saw a couple weeks ago that the Warhammer ones are coming. Yeah, they don't have them at like Target, Walmart. Yeah, so. and like every game is doing this now, which is cool from a collector standpoint. Yeah, the minis are usually
1: gorgeous and really well done, yeah. and that's the thing I love about it. Um, and I'm kind of a board game guy, like you know I do the D and D show and everything. Um, but yeah, so it's always cool to me, and I like getting to kind of. Play the games that I experience the lore in a different way. Like I've kind of been waiting for them to. On a quick side note, release like a, a Witcher D and D compendium. I'm surprised there hasn't. I been I think it more. would be super cool. There,
0: I've seen some like fan ones. Yeah. Some, some fan based off of like E five and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I've 5D, even five E. Yeah. Five E. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've even seen um like. More, more battlefield style games and stuff yeah. like that, and uh, there was there was a Warhammer 40k version yep. that that. Well, we yeah, up. and that's so easy that that to, to convert because,
1: like, I love Warhammer 40k. As I show shades, my uh, new Hive Tyrant I just built last night, who looks yep. gorgeous with a venom cannon. Um, I yeah, all Nerves. about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, all, all the nerd stuff.
1: Oh, dude, I have a, I have two armies. But yeah, so <laughs> I have a, I have a Tyranid and I have a Nurgle army because I like the poopy stuff. Um, but I am so I'm, I'm excited to talk about this other thing. And I think this is a good segue, not from what I was talking about just now, but what we were talking about before, because I think this is a direct result of, um, E3. Mm. But I'm gonna talk about battle royal culture in general, but right now I don't feel like we can without talking about Call of Duty Warzone. And I think Warzone dropped when it did because E three was getting cancelled. It kinda did like similar to what Apex did in a surprise drop. I think originally it was gonna drop at E three. E three
0: was gonna be the the display for it, Yeah. And so but it was like, hey, there's it was it was rumored and within what 12 hours yeah it was released
1: yeah i think it was like hey we're gonna drop this at e3 well e3 is not gonna happen well let's just drop it now it's ready (laughs) Oh yeah, you know and And it is beautiful it is so much fun i so i'm a guy who has not picked up a call of duty title since black ops 2 um to purchase i've played other games i like call of duty it's just never been something um that fit my gaming style at the time and now I've been back into it I've been playing a lot more shooters I've been playing a lot more games and man as soon as this dropped I heard nothing but good things uh, I actually have it on my PC and my Xbox yep. and it is my favorite Battle Royal to date right now mm-hmm.
0: oh yeah I, I like it I like it more than than Apex Apex yeah. I like a lot P- PUBG I like I Fortnite has it. it's Comedic value, yeah. To it, I like especially, Fortnite. especially with like when you get like the planes in there because in in season one and stuff and like the the hoverboard and stuff yeah. like that, you can actually do like kick flips and ollies and stuff and get points or whatever. Like that's 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 fun.
1: I like that Fortnite can evolve and be different things. than yeah, it exactly. wants to be like now it, it's all it about spies more, and yeah. Like... It
0: could be more on the times like what big movies are coming out. Yes, and like you had the Thanos thing and the Star Wars. like that's cool. Yeah. Uh, PUBG, I I, I like. But I don't because I don't know. There's just something about it where it's just not. It doesn't draw me in. And that's hold fair. My attention as much. And I think that's partly because of like the graphics. Yeah. For the size, the scale that it's on, and like the the way that you you could set your classes up, and uh, well, not really your classes, but like set your gun up and swap out the the different pieces and stuff like all your attachments, and I think that's really cool. But it's just something with the graphics just
1: bugged me. I think that's fair. I felt that way about Fortnite at first, and then fell in love with it slowly. Um, but like, we are in the middle of battle royal culture, mm-hmm. and I think right now too, with like everyone being hold, held up in their homes, I think it, every, these games oh, are going to yeah. explode. It's, it's perfect. Um, but it's something about the battle royal, and I don't know if it's like the you're forced into a squad mm-hmm. if you're not playing solo, and I think more people play squad than solo. I do. Yep. Uh, and I think that caused this, like, nostalgic um, couch co-op, like, I'm playing online with my friends feeling. I hopped into a room.
0: Real, real quick. I hopped into a room. I got home from work, changed, took a shower, did all that stuff. Sat down, went, no TV. Gonna play some some uh, Warzone. I hopped into a room, and it was just like playing the old Modern Warfares and the, yeah. the original Call of Duties because there was two little kids in there <laughs> and just... Mouth's going a mile a minute, and you could tell they hadn't, they hadn't I hit I left your mom! Oh, <laughs> uh, it was ridiculous. Like, just just talking, it was only the two kids in my party. I'm sure it was like that across everything. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, this actually, this looks like the old Call of Duty used to, like how Modern Warfare 2 felt. It like, feels so nice
1: sometimes hearing a squeaker. You're like, so, oh, I missed it. <laughs>
0: like, this game actually feels like how, even running around playing, uh, our, our event was last weekend. Yeah. Two weekends ago. Last weekend?
1: Two two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. ago, yeah. At this point,
0: yeah. By this point, um, our. How, how surprised was I when I actually found that I had a, a physical copy of Black Ops Three? That's how much I haven't yeah. Because I was going to get you to go
1: get Modern Warfare, um, yeah. so we could play it.
0: And until I until I remember that there's no zombies in it. Yep. Because I haven't bought I the last one I I, I actually bought, Ghost. Yes, but I haven't bought a game since Black Ops. Black Black Ops Two,
1: no Black Black Ops Three. Which is what you just said.
0: No, no, I didn't buy that though. Oh. I got that. I've gotten everything through other trade ins, oh, okay. or or you guys giving me like a gift card. That might have been what it was. Something. That's how I bought all of them. So like in years, I haven't bought them, and they come out annually, and just yeah, they just haven't gotten into them. I'm going home tonight and downloading Modern Warfare because. Mm-hmm. if it plays anything like Warzone, it's gonna be fun
1: yeah and it is different the guns function different anything but it's cool but yeah modern like battle royal culture is super cool there's been a ton of battle royal games fortnite was like the uh, fortnite and PUBG were the ones that like launched us into oh, yes. this zone but there's been all sorts of stuff there's been uh there Lorda, which though. just which came out last april that i didn't know about that was like a for honor battle royal or it's all old school it's like this first person swords and and bow and arrows um there has been cuisine royale um F- firestorm apex is one of our top ones we've talked about from respawn yep. um they call of duty tried it with black ops 4 with blackout that didn't do super well because of the release of fortnite of of uh, apex yeah yeah apex kind of overshadowed um, that big time and then we have, like, Dying Light had one, um, Forza had a Battle Forza. Royal, a 72-player Battle Royal, yeah. where it was, like, race to beat it. Um, and, and the general thing of Battle Royals, if you're uneducated listening to this on, on this specific game mode, which most people aren't, um, uh, is it's usually about 100 players, either 1v1, or 1v1v1, <laughs> 1v1, blah, 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 like, teams of three, teams of four, um, squads of two, and usually there's a bunch of cities you drop into from the sky, and then there's a storm surrounding you on the outside. Mm. Couple games have broken this. One of my favorites is actually called the Darwin Project, and it's very Hunger Games esque. That's the game I was just thinking. of. Yeah, was project. I can't what was Darwin the Project, yeah. where um, there's a like a a game master similar to hunger games that actually can close down sections a nuke section light it on fire um and rather than a ring closing it depends on the area of the map that you're in Mm. will explode and like you have only have so much time to get out of there Uh, but usually it's this cloud or the storm in in Warzone, it's the the fire cloud no sorry Warzone's the is the gas the gas cloud um firestorm was the fire cloud from battlefront sometimes it's just a whatever usually it's a storm usually it's a storm um, or some kind of
0: shield that's closing in some games do them really well where they actually give it a little bit of like like firestorm is because of the war and everything
1: everything's yeah. on fire
0: fallout 76 the, the nuclear fire and everything like yeah. that it's closing in even though fallout shouldn't have a battle royale though.
1: dying light has a battle royal with yep. zambies closing in yeah. uh, which is pretty cool that's one
0: only i wish they would have done originally with the uh the storm in Fortnite was actually have like the, the zombies the, dropping in. The zombies in. and different monsters. And stuff.
1: Yeah, because the solo for Fortnite kind of fell off. Once the battle royal exploded, they're like, ah, we don't oh, have yeah. to make a solo game yeah. This The
0: solo actually was a lot of fun playing it like co-op and stuff. Yeah. It just got too repetitive. Yeah, very like, quick. I get, I get grindy and stuff like that for, and like, for and shooters and stuff, but it was just the same thing over and over.
1: And I was like, okay, yep. you, they you need to change it up. But they're starting, I think the key to these battle royals that are sticking is they have a distinct identity. Like, Uh, Apex feels very distinct Mm -hmm. um, from any other game I've played because of the classes because of the movement um, the ping system and and everything Uh, Fortnite like we said kind of has that cartoony fun to it yeah Um, and you can have these different identities skinned on it as well make it a video Mm -hmm. an agent game make it a mech based game Mm -hmm. make it superheroes Star Wars what have you Um, and it's really easy to be a Call of Duty game (laughs) oh yeah Uh yeah my fastest time was what?
0: It was less than two hours. And oh, minutes. no, not beat, but oh, yes. The beat. <laughs> to oh. be Call of Duty. I thought you meant to beat. No. Because that's the, that's the thing. That's going to be the future of Call of Duty, I think. is going to yeah. be the driving force. is going to be well, games like it's this. It's always
1: been the multiplayer.
0: The multiplayer's always been huge, but they there's there's a template for this because not only do you get Battle Royale, you also get the other mode that's in there: where, Plunder. Plunder. Yeah. Where, where it's Battle Royale, but instead of facing for kills. And to try to wipe out the other enemy squads and stuff like that. It's still the same squad based you and you and you and your rest of your fire team, the other two people, or that, 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 there isn't a solo yet. There, there might be later. There,
1: on. There's a solo for Battle Royale, I don't Battle know rail. about Plunder, Plunder yet. Yeah. Plunder,
0: Plunder, there isn't one. There might be at some point. It might okay. be something called something different though. Um, but it's it's you you drop in and you gotta get money, and if you get killed, you drop your money and you gotta kill people and get money, and there's boundaries yeah, yeah. and all kinds of stuff into it. And it's it's setting up for a massive game. Obviously, they could have servers with these different rules and all these different things for everything that's in there for the different types of bounties and the different checkpoints and things that you could do to get money and do all this other stuff and to be able to put in like a, a city wide, um, like fifty v fifty. Yeah. Because you have so so to find the two different the two different types of of people that are from the game. I haven't played the new Modern Warfare, so I don't know. Yeah, it's like thing about the. Factions. This one looks it's, like it's, it's UK
1: and Russian for the most part. Yeah,
0: it's it's just a remake of the other yeah. one, I'm sure. But I mean, how in depth it goes to the different yeah. things. Um, but, like, the, it shows you can have, like, the, the war game style where yes. it has kill confirmed and stuff. And on this gigantic epic scale and on a Call of Duty engine, which is never It's a recycled. That's app. what
1: I was going to say yeah. is, for me, like, I went to Battle Royal because Call of Duty had the issues of, like, spawn camping and stuff. Because it was such a small scaled map. Yeah. And I loved traveling off the, the battlefield maps mm-hmm. um, on these these huge scales where I had to take vehicles to get around, yep. and the points were always changing and different. Like You could actually flank targets and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it didn't always feel like I was on the same room. map. Yeah. So logging into Warzone and seeing the scale, but oh, having, yeah. I liked, I preferred the movement of Call of Duty. I preferred yeah. the art style of Call of Duty. Um, it's, it's very different, but it's very distinct. It does mm-hmm. look different than... Then so Battlefield I mean, and, and a lot of people don't notice that. Um, and that might just be because I am an art guy. That's kind of what I'm things No, no, they're, work they're at.
0: so completely different games. You see yeah. just a little clip and I'm the same way that I just that's that's any any of the call of duties you could pick out from any of the battlefields across the PC games go back way further than they do yeah. on consoles. Yeah. So I mean the history is even further with Battlefield than it is with, with the Call of Duty game being released every year for how many years? Yeah. There's still more battlefields and, and sub sub games.
1: Yeah, and the, I, but I, I loved the scale of it. I really, mm-hmm. like, it It just really brought me home. And I don't want to only hearken on Call of Duty. I do want to talk about a couple others, or another one I've been playing as well. Uh, but yeah, I really like this game. I really like the weapons. They function different than they do in the multiplayer, because shotguns yep. have a different effectiveness. And um, Oh, the one other quick thing I did want to talk about in the Battle Royal mode is that it, inclusion of the Gulag, those one-on-one firefights, it's just awesome. Um getting to sit there and like while you're waiting just punch people because that's you have to have that in a battle royal where you can just hit oh, people yeah. while you're waiting that's the, the, it's not a battle royal game if it's not there the preload island <laughs> yeah but it's only before this like little prison uh and then you have this awesome just like it feels so epic you're just in a that 1v1 pistols or shotguns quick to go i want to find someone who's gutsy enough to just go fist to fist and
0: and have it out there's gonna be there's gonna be fight clubs and stuff oh yeah it's been popping up more and more and some of the other games is having fight clubs in there which can't talk about those games or where the fight clubs are because that's one of the rules (laughs) (laughs) um but it actually has been it has been talked about i remember uh Neebs gaming they're absolutely hilarious if you don't follow them you should follow them they have content going back years and years and years um, they actually did a couple videos that were uh, the p- original PUBG fight clubs. It was yeah. the same thing. Everybody dropped into an area. The rules were no weapons, fists only. And there there, there were some people that d- had a clear strategy on how to win, and you could do like a super punch and all kinds of stuff like that. And basically it was like sprint sprinting a person, jump in the air, and then, and then punch and, and then crouch like instantly or something like that. I forgot yeah. that exactly how to do it. But it created a super punch, and you actually hit the person in – in like the top half of their hit the hitbox and the bottom half, pretty much in one movement. But it also made you very vulnerable too at the same time. So if it wasn't just a one on one, it was just a big melee, you actually died really quick. Um, so like the the Fight Club things and just the, the bare knuckle boxing in battle royales is extremely hilarious to watch some of those videos on Facebook. Oh and yeah, YouTube because you get people that like take it super seriously, like it's an actual box, boxing match. None of the people are just, like, running around yelling and stuff. And No, don't punch me, and they're, they're a lot of fun. So they can actually be more fun than some of the Battle Royale videos watching them.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I, like I promised, I did want to switch off Call of Duty, too. Um, so I'm going to talk about a couple games that are coming out that I think are super awesome um in the battle royale thing that again have this distinct identity i've gotten to play one of them um but the first one i am talking about is it's called fall guys ultimate knockout uh, it's done by devolver digital which um, a lot of people will know is actually probably one of the top indie producers right now in my opinion um between enter the gungeon and hotline miami my friend pedro mm-hmm. um talos principal if you know uh, i think they made bro force as well uh if you know devolver they make weird crap (laughs) and i love it they like some of those top indie games enter the gudgeon came out 2016 it's still very popular um but fall guys looks very much like gang beasts another game that i absolutely love um but it's less of a straight up combat and more of like you're trying to beat each other through like this wipeout-esque obstacle course um and it looks a ton of fun it's actually supposed to come out in 2020 it was officially supposed to be um Released with E3 this year, but it wasn't, or no, it was. Um, It's supposed to be coming out soon. That's where it's at right now. And then we had uh, Valhalla, which I don't know where it is in the production. It was on an early release at one point, um, but it was a a 50-man, like, brawler based more in the Vikings era. Um, And it was supposed to, you you know, the winner got Odin's sword and and, um, saves everyone from Ragnarok. And then I actually am currently on the closed beta. I don't know how much longer it lasts. Um, I'm going to try to put up a stream of the closed beta for this, and we'll probably both be streaming Call of Duty on Mixer this week. It's I have to work out some kinks with my PC for Call of Duty. It's just a little bit above my um, my stream grade, but uh, I might be picking up a Delgado so we can start streaming some more Xbox on Twitch too. Nice. Uh, An Elgado, not Delgado. What am I you thinking? The, the cat. <laughs> the but yeah, uh, to to stream, but spell break, which is honestly my other favorite uh, battle royal right now where you are a wizard man. Okay, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. It's a smaller scale battle royal, um, but the whole premise is rather than guns, you have spell gauntlets. Um, there's eight spell gauntlets. They are earth, thunder, fire, well lightning. Uh, no, it's six. Toxic, wind and frost. I think I named them all. I might be missing one. I might be wrong. Uh, but yeah, and they interact differently, which is the cool thing. So you start with one in-game, um, and then you can find another and upgrade as you go. And they do things like if you shoot a toxic cloud out and then drop um, your wind tornado, if those are the gauntlets you're winning, it'll actually pick up the poison and spread it out more. Oh, that's really cool. Um, you can electrify certain things. You can actually start your tornadoes on fire. Um, if, you drop an, yeah, if you drop an ice... Uh, an ice patch you can electrify it so it affects the enemies that way um it mixes really well um earth gives you more armor and you can do things like throw a um a boulder at people and then affect it with your other spells like ice and fire as well so they it, it has this cool thinking dynamic and on top of that um there are movement spells like invisibility and flight and dash and spring step, um and, and other things like There's other skills that you can upgrade throughout the game by collecting scrolls. Um, it's a really cool game. It has such a unique identity. It's probably the most unique of any of the battle royals I've played. I've played yet. Um, it is a ton of fun. Uh, it is an Epic game, which I find hilarious, um, because it is the same producers as Fortnite originally, uh, or in general too. It's on the same browser and everything. It is a closed beta still right now. It should be going live. Um, within the next few months. Uh, but I, I got lucky enough I actually will be streaming I, like I said I'm gonna find out how long the beta runs but if it's long enough that it matters I actually have five extra or four extra keys that I will be willing to get out on my streams as well um, but it, it is a ton of fun I had a great time with it it's like it's got a very unique art style and it's so different going out there not having to pick up guns but instead upgrade your gauntlets yep um, and you can switch your right-handed gauntlet throughout the game. So whatever your main hand gauntlet is, you're stuck with, uh, and you can upgrade to a legendary so it does more damage and a slower cool or faster cooldown. Um, but you have to kind of pick pick up your right hand gauntlet, and you can pick how it interacts better, or how it works with your team as well. Um, Toxic has probably been the strongest gauntlet I think right now, and it stacks with invis- invisibility. So um, you just come out and just it drop people. It changes
0: that that. That setup for for a game like that changes so much more because obviously a battle royale. If you're you're trying to win, you're trying to get first place. You got you you're playing solo, or whatever. Yeah. Or you got a team. Obviously, you need to play tactical and okay, who's gonna try to who's gonna go over here? And you need to communicate and stuff like that. But that that game like that because of having the different elements mixed together and then having your 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 team with you and stuff and how you're gonna play and there's a totally different element of yeah. thinking to that <laughs> than hey <element>. look there's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then, uh, uh, look, there's an enemy. I'm going to sight down my yeah. scope and fire where it's, oh, there's an enemy there. I'm going to throw this, this move at them, but they can counter with this or they could do this. So and it has yeah. more. You of can,
1: a of speaking of forth. counters, one of the cool things I said, you can throw a rock. Yeah. Uh, if your enemy is running wind, for example, they can actually they throw can the rock, rock back at you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. but there's more of a MOBA esque strategy too, where you got to think about what other people are running and what your team is running yeah. and work together. That,
0: that changes so much in uh, that, that area. Yeah,
1: I'm kind of interested. Like League of Legends is launching on um, consoles and mobile this year, and I'm kind of interested to see if they like any of the these. There has been a few MOBAs that have tried to release uh, battle royals. I'm waiting to see if another one does. Um, I think it would be interesting. I think you know Riot's trying to expand out right now. They just announced another shooting game that looks like um Overwatch meets, meets Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be interesting to see, but uh it's a culture we're in right now and I think at first I really hated it. I
0: I didn't like it Ugh. for the what as a standalone thing when when companies came out, it was it was kind of like okay, whatever. Yeah. But it's I I didn't like it in in uh like firestorm for for battlefield Be- because they came out with par- as part of battlefield 5 and it took up so much space in that game yeah. that they could have used to increase the they could have in- increased put in more maps put in put in more planes and
1: tanks and stuff more armor not that Warzone isn't a huge download because if you don't have modern warfare already oh, yeah. On systems it is a ninety-six gig download and on the computer is an eighty-five gig download. Um, but it does actually cover some of the game. So if you download, if you the, download game, the game, it's a hundred and fifteen yeah, gigs. Yeah. So it does cover some of what comes with Part modern of warfare. Is
0: is the incentive. Like like download I was <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't gonna get it. Guess what? I'm gonna go home tonight and download it so when I get out of work tomorrow. Yeah. I'm gonna hop on and play and I might see this weekend. I don't know. Cause, cause I Saint, might grab the game pass. St. Patrick's hash. Day this weekend. I'm probably not going to be playing But Saturday everything's night,
1: canceled drunk. for St. Patrick's Day. So mixer and drink. Mixer yeah, and but chill. if you're going over to your, your Irish friend's bar that they well, have. Well, yeah. Only if you bring me some proper. Um, <laughs> hey, if you'll pick me up in the, the end of the night, <laughs> fine. I'll steal a bottle. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so we just wanted to talk about Battle royal culture. I think we'll be talking about probably some more games um, soon. And one of the things I do want to encourage, if there's a title you want us to talk about, um, if there is a type of game you want us to talk about, first-person shooters, RPGs, um, MMOs, let us know. Um, we always interested uh, if there is an indie game you want us to check out, especially if it's a horror game for me. Yep. Um, let us know, and we will try to stream it if we have the means. So, um, This is something fun for us. We really like doing it. We're trying to grow this. Streaming has not been at the forefront yet. Um, I've had some changes in my family, so it's been a little harder to do things. Yep. <laughs> um, but we will be going live. Um, I'm gonna be announcing this on all of my shows. I forgot to announce it on Monday, but I'm also in the middle of working a project. I'm excited to announce that um, if you like me, if you like the things I produce, I'm releasing a eight to or six to eight episode radio drama rooted in um, some crazy horror from a good friend of mine, uh, Jonathan Inbody. He's an incredible writer. He's published in a few small uh, short story books. Um, he's from word search media. He has a podcast called X meets Y where they take two movies that have no business being in the same universe and cram them together. It's super awesome. Um, I wish I had an example off the top of my head. I think one of them was like kindergarten cop and, um, Dawn of the dead. <laughs> and he does, they do it. It's so much funny. He has all sorts of guests. Um, he's, he's really a clever writer. So I'm excited to announce that show. Um, and we will be officially pushing that out, uh, th- of October of this year, uh, October 2020. So keep an eye out for that. There that there will be no delays on that project. I don't want you to worry. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited. So we're just excited to keep bringing you content. I get to I, I get to ramble on Mike a little bit and not get in trouble for it. So um, that's my spiel. Do you have anything you want to add, Shades? Um, there are a couple other projects that are in the
0: works. They just need a little bit more fine-tuning and the fact that everything that we're doing is out of our own pockets and you know, life and, and family stuff and work yeah. and everything like that. Sometimes, sometimes it's like I have this extra money. Oh, my tire just fell off hey, my that car. that happened to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's that's some extra money out of your pocket that you had put off to the side for, I don't know, maybe a better graphics yeah, card yeah, yeah. or like I need to get an my actual computer. Yeah, yeah.
1: So if you can support us on Twitch. Um, that is actually one of the only places right now you can financially support us is yep. if you see one, uh, me subscribing on Twitch, you can subscribe to me or f- wow, if you see me streaming on Twitch, you can subscribe to me. Um, is there a subscribe option to Mixer? I've never, um, honestly, I'm still kind of newer to Mixer. Ah, I don't stream on Mixer. Subscribe to our Twitch. It'll go to both of us. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I should actually start, uh, I should be getting my, my Twitch back up and running
1: soon. The Shades... Switch. Switch. I
0: don't remember mine. We'll
1: post it all on Facebook, so check that stuff yes. out. Um, Facebook will have our links to yeah.
0: our, our various social media for how to see where we're. We gotta get a little bit better with our our, our stream. We'll schedule. be
1: more frequent. I promise. Yeah. I will be streaming at least once a week um i know ascended samurai is up whenever he wants and a uh, couple other members of our yep. team will start getting their streams launching um very soon probably all on the same channel for the most part so that'll help a ton mm-hmm. um other than that make sure you don't open anything with your hands so you don't get sick so just use your mouth you don't want to get your hands dirty so like grab the doorknobs with your tongue yep. um it'll keep everything good T- flush the toilet with your your chin um <laughs> everything and until next time i know it might be hard right now but don't forget to squad wipe (laughs) you hear any new podcasts lately uh yeah i have like what retroblist you had that ready to go like almost like you knew I was gonna ask you this. I sort of kind of did. It was like an ESP feeling. What's Retro Blist? Retro Blist is a retro video game podcast presented by Johnny and Trevor, where they talk about everything from retro gaming, retro consoles. They each week review a different video game that they have played. Uh majority of the time it is retro. Like on the actual console itself, from Sega Dreamcast to Super Nintendo's to. Um, I think they recently started playing on a Nintendo Switch. Where can I find this podcast? Uh, you can find it at bicbp radio.com.
0: Sweet.